Welcome to the Chasing Brighter podcast, a show about self-discovery and lifestyle tips for moms. We are your hosts. I'm Kelly, a wife, mom of two, and an independent consultant with my own company in Chicago. And I'm Jessica, a wife, mom of three, and owner of my own outpatient mental health practice in Nevada. You're about to go on a journey of self-discovery as we chase a brighter you. Every single week, we will bring you new episodes that will cover everything from lifestyle and tips to more serious conversations about grief, life, and hardships. Whether it's a duo episode or we have a guest, you are guaranteed to pick up a new tool or feel less alone. This one is for the moms that have forgotten how to make time to keep their spark alive. Allow this show to be a reminder to always keep chasing a brighter version of you. Let's get into it. The holidays can feel overwhelming and chaotic with so many tasks, events, and responsibilities to juggle. It is easy for us to lose sight of what truly matters during the special time of year. At Chasing Brighter, we have created for you the ultimate guide to simplifying your holiday planning. Enjoy. I know that we have to plan these recordings a little bit earlier than when they're airing, and it almost helps me get in the holiday spirit a little bit sooner. Yes, absolutely. And I think you and I have been simplifying our holidays year after year. But just for example, it was not an intentional simplification. But for Halloween this year, I plugged in one blow up. And that was my decoration. And I thought I was going to do more. And I did not. And every year we do this like graveyard in the front yard and we decorate and the kids love it. And this year I'd be like, okay, guys, come help. And nobody wanted help. And nobody really cared. And then I was like, why am I doing this? Right? If they don't care, who cares? Yeah. For Halloween, same. It's gotten simpler and simpler over the years. But I think everyone's busy and we are still trying to fit a lot in without feeling stressed. And so I bought pumpkins at Lowe's this year, which I felt was a cop out. And actually, a couple of them like rotted early. So note to self, maybe Lowe's isn't a great place to buy pumpkins. But I was like, guys, they just have to last two more days. It's okay. But they weren't upset about not going pumpkin. Because normally, normally you do a pumpkin patch. Yes. Normally we do a pumpkin patch or we go to a garden center that's all, you know, October fall festivaled out. Mm -hmm. And we didn't. So we had one pumpkin fail of our Lowe's pumpkins and I had to buy a different pumpkin, which I bought at Target. So sadly, I wasn't supporting our local um, garden centers because I was short on time. And also, I think I'm constantly struggling with trying to support local businesses and balancing cost versus benefit. And Mm -hmm. some of those prices tend to be higher, but it just depends on the time of year. I think if you go early, you get a better deal, maybe. Justin had a patient that gave him a pumpkin and a pumpkin carving kit. So literally a pumpkin and the carving kit was delivered to my home, to my face. And both of them are still sitting. (laughs) I don't even know. Like you're saying, it is time and give a shit kind of stuff where it's, and I think that's what we always talk about. You know, here at Tasting Brighter, we're always encouraging our listeners to kind of tap into themselves, right? What's important to you and the why and the purpose. And I think about our November book club, which I'm so excited, you know, the art of gathering. And she talks about that a lot in the book of what's the purpose of what you're doing. And I think that gets into our, one of our first tips 
which is tapping into your value system when you are sitting back and planning your holidays. Yeah, I think that's a really important point in terms of your value system and really evaluating what is important to you and focusing on that. It's very easy to get lost in the shuffle of all the things that are happening and being Mm -hmm. pulled in multiple directions. And really even thinking about your value system as a family. And I think having those communications and those discussions, like sitting down even and saying, hey, what do we want to do in the holiday season? Let's try to keep this like simple. We're all busy. We don't want to feel stressed because sometimes you feel like you're jamming in activities. Yeah. We're having Katie Wells on this month. She's the Maximized Minimalist. And we've had other decluttering experts and organizational experts. And we need to be asking ourselves like really, really mindfully, what are we bringing into our home? So when we're buying gifts, are we just buying a whole bunch of crap that our kids are going to open and throw on the ground and never look at again? Is that a value of your home of trying to minimize and possibly focus more on memories over gifts? Are you minimizing Christmas this year? I am toying with not doing gifts in some kind of way. That's not been discussed. We will have to discuss our values as a family. I think what my kids, because they're school age or Beckett being nine, Wes being a teenager, the wanting to have the feeling of excitement around a holiday season, but the stuff is less fulfilling as they get older. And so figuring out how to fill in that gap is going to be the challenge. And I think maybe starting some new traditions maybe that's part of the values is your values change over time. Um, Your kids evolve, their needs change, your needs change, your interests. There's a lot of budgets change. That that is a point that she talks about. I promise I won't talk about the art of gathering anymore. But in the art of gathering, something that blew my mind, she was just saying we're always growing and changing and different. And so if you're thinking you're going to have this same thing every year, it's not going to be the same. Because everybody that's there, even if they're the same people, are going to be different because their values and ideas are going to be a different person. You're plugging in this idea. It was very important for me. We talked about this last year, that my kids came down the stairs and had this big moment of seeing their presence under the tree. Because you and I were never home at Christmas. We were always traveling. And I remember our cousin Christina always woke up on Christmas morning. And right, we opened our presents on Christmas Eve. Yep. And so I wanted this big moment. And I don't even know what that's about anymore. I don't even care about the moment anymore. You guys would stay up until the wee hours, building sets and having everything be Kodak moment perfect. I've been lessening and lessening. I would probably say over the last five plus years, more than that, um, because my father-in-law had said everybody only has one birthday, but everybody has Christmas. So I've been trying to minimize Christmas. So going back to your values is really tying that to all aspects of the holiday season, right? So when right. it comes to your values, it's how you're spending your time, how you're spending your money, right? And what you're doing with those areas in terms of your value and I think about that with what you're saying in terms of, so when you're buying gifts and sometimes I think it's like you feel like you have the kids, we're always focusing on like the kids have the equal amount of gifts. 
or whatever, but we have gotten less and less gifts over the years. And how do you evolve in even teaching your kids to evolve from wanting things to spending time as a family and having moments and doing things you can get excited about as a family? It used to be running down the stairs, opening the gifts. Yeah. And now it's not, even though I think the expectation is there that it is. And so it's figuring out, I think for my family, is what are some new traditions that we really look forward to on Christmas morning, as an example, or whatever holidays it is, that don't revolve around something that the ki- like people aren't as interested in as they used to be. Yeah. And I think too, when we, when I look back to our Christmases or we talk about it, like to me, Christmas was being with family and eating traditional foods. Yeah. I don't even remember gifts under the age of 10. But we did do things like spending time with family was something that we enjoyed doing. Some people don't, it sometimes can be stressful and challenging depending on family dynamics or other things. That's the other part that gets challenging. So again, going back to your values and figuring out What is important to you really looking at that and thinking about all the different aspects of the holiday season and how you can map, you know, what you're doing with those values? Yeah. And when we keep tapping into ourselves, we don't want to be like, oh, my gosh, it's Black Friday. I'm going to buy all this crap because it's really cheap. And I think that brings us to we have Lisa Chastain on this month. Lisa's a money coach, and she really focuses on helping women understand their own value and building their own vision of how they want to be and live from a financial perspective. Yeah, like women often feel guilt associated with money, guilt associated with spending. And she talks about that. Um, And I like what she had said, very similar to Katie Wells, on just like really tapping into what you're spending your money on when it comes to all these holiday sales and holiday shopping and thinking about, are you being purposeful on what you're bringing into your house. The one thing I really love, by the way, just about Lisa and her view, her perspective is that she really talks about no budgets. And I know she has an amazing book coming out, but it's really about, again, going back to what are your values. And if you can define those and really live to your values, then you don't need a budget. Last year during winter break, I took four days off to clean out Giovanni's room. And I had at least 12 trash bags, not necessarily trash, like giveaway, whatever. But I think it's that just what I want to do is just contribute to more crap that's going to be thrown away. I think it will be really interesting to sit down with our family and really make a plan and a vision for what's important to us. and. When we're doing that, I think it's important that we create a holiday bucket list, right, of of things we want to do. We've talked about this before. I love that idea so much. Again, Mm -hmm. we all run out of time. You don't want to feel stressed and figure out different ways to celebrate the holiday season. When we talk about simplifying your holiday, it's about removing the stuff that you don't enjoy. So it's not about making the holiday less of a holiday it's actually more fulfilling more intentional about things yes yeah and that's where i think this bucket list is helpful because it's you look at the crafts the baking activities and games any parties you want to go to or have and any movies you want to watch and i think that will help keep you focused 
because I talked about this before, but like I used to just try to bake like mom and I don't have it in me to make, you know, five dozen of five different kinds of cookies, but instead tap into my husband's grandmother before she had passed away. Uh, my mother-in-law helped me translate her recipes from German into English and from what's the measuring metric. system like Graham, the yeah, metric, metric system, system to whatever the hell we use in the English. US that makes no sense. Yeah. Thank you. And so, it's not English. It's it? English. It's called the English system, even though England uh, it's is... basically it's the one thing that we got from the Brits that feels comfortable when you go there. Do they think. use cups and tablespoons and teaspoons? I thought they also use the metric system. That's interesting. All right. So anyway, I had all of her stuff translated and changed into measuring in ways that we understand here in America. Imperial. It's the imperial yeah. measuring system. Imperial system. And so he loves some of her baked goods. So maybe it's like making a couple of her cookies. Yeah. And then mom's still here and alive. So I allow her to bake up a storm and she always makes me the gluten-free Russian tea cakes. Oh, yeah, Which are good. And I hide them. I hoard them. No one can touch my gluten-free cookies. Um, and then maybe I love Aunt Nita's cherry bonbon cookies. Those are good. Aunt Nita um, has some so really kind of, great recipes. Yeah, like picking a couple cookies. And we have not entertained since COVID. I used to go really crazy. Host a ton from October to January. And I'm like, let me just pick just a few families and have everybody do like a theme, like a charcuterie board or like a potluck. We are going to be having an episode on entertaining. So I don't want to get too much into the entertaining, but just thinking about maybe I want to host a little thing to have a few families come up. Yeah. So I think that is another thing to talk about, which is, so we've got Lisa Chastain that we're talking about aligning your values with um, your finances. And she's a money coach for women. Can't wait to hear about her episode dropping in mid-November. And we've got Katie Wells talking about simplified living, right? Maximized minimalist. Yeah. And so that's where we want to talk about simplifying everything. And then we are going to talk about holiday entertaining, which is going to be really fun too. I'm mm -hmm. excited about that topic. And then we have an awesome book. Yeah. And I think going back to that bucket list yes. we have here, I've done before like the North Pole experience and I wanted to do the Polar Express and I was looking at the Polar Express in Arizona. But we have here and my tab is open because I am, I, maybe I'll wait at midnight tonight, but starting. November 1st, Boulder City is having a North Pole Express. Oh, wow. And it Jess, is very really hard to get into. Boulder City has that big, like, train museum. Have we ever taken you there? No, we have not been to that. I've and been to They have Boulder a train City. museum where you can ride an old train. It goes a little bit and comes back. And then they have those those things that people have where you're riding the bike. The thing I want to do on the... Yeah, the rail car. Riding the rails on the bike. I would want to do that. No one ever wants to do that with me. I really want to do it, just not when it's 120. You want, but anyways, they have a really cute little Polar Express that's like way cheaper right down the street. If we want to wear pajamas, they give you like cocoa and cookies and you ride a train for a little bit and come back. And I think that would be perfect. It's a much simpler version of schlepping all the way to Arizona, several hour drive, staying the night, just spending hundreds of dollars. But every time this Boulder City thing, it just sells out really fast. Looking at what's local and simple and fun um, that you can do, um, I'd like to maybe start that as a new tradition. Yeah, just 
tapping away at kind of other traditions, activities and things that are your must have. Yeah. And I, I don't know about anybody else, but since COVID, all of a sudden, there's just like more people in the world than I was used to. And so everywhere you go, there's people and crowds and some of that I'm fine with, some of that I'm not. I don't want to go to a place that you have like, wait, in Chicago, I just feel like the the bucket list items that are your average run-of-the-mill bucket list items, everyone goes to, and it, it's not enjoyable to me. So I think it's figuring out not only what your value system is, but being realistic about that bucket list and where you think you're going to enjoy some things. So the Lincoln Park yeah. Zoo does holiday lights, which is really, really cool, but a bajillion people go. So you find the times where few people go. Also, the Chicago Botanical Garden, amazing light show and the Morton Arboretum. Bajillions of people go to those. So figuring out, A, if you're okay with that, or B, if you're not trying to find some off times, or look at some other activities. So Chris Kendall Market is something in Chicago that's really fun in the holiday season. They have it downtown on State Street. They also have one up in Wrigleyville by Wrigley Field, which is less crowded. And I think they're opening up a third location this year. I need to look up where it is. I will definitely post that on our blog. But finding some activities, figuring out what it is you like. So for me, I don't like crowds. So I want to find some activities that are very festive and feel like we're celebrating the holidays, but not so much um, where everybody else is going. The other thing we've done this year, um, Jess, I'm really looking forward to, is we actually got a couple tickets to some Bulls and some Blackhawks games over the winter season. And so that's something that we're changing even some of our own activities by doing that during the holiday season, which will be fun. Yeah. Yeah. I think that'll be fun. A hundred percent. And also setting people's expectations. So for me, sometimes if it's something I want to do, but I know there's going to be a lot of traffic and parking is going to be terrible, but I still really want to do it. It's just like letting everybody know this is what I'm doing. We might have to wait a long time. Yeah. I want to go. So I don't care if we wait a long time. If, you, if that's not cool for you, then don't come, you yes. know, and yeah. if something comes up, you're invited to something or someone wants to do something or I don't know, all of a sudden a movie comes in the theater and that's on your list. Let it go. Let it go. And there is joy in missing out. There is joy in focusing on what's important to you. And, and that's OK. Oh, and I think one of the things that's, I think, incredibly important is that you are caring for yourself during this time and carving out time for self-care. Agreed. I think that's another important part, too, is, again, leaving time for yourself. And we are going to have a really fun episode where we dive in a bit deeper on that topic in terms of self-care with Susie. Yeah, Celebrate Vitality. Susie provides health and wellness classes, events, and retreats for corporate trainings and events. She is also a Lottie's instructor, and she um, had had some really great tips on prioritizing your health and wellness. And I think a key to that, and I alluded to that earlier, is setting boundaries and saying no to things. And I think that's why it's great that you're continually communicating with your family, tapping into yourself, knowing what's important to you, so it makes it easy to say no. Yeah. And a couple other things, to, speaking of simplifying, I know we talked about simplifying our decorations. And one of the things we did this past year that I, last year that we'll do again this year was I have a hard time just continuing to store decorations year after year. I am trying to get rid of our tree, artificial tree, although in some ways you could argue it's better because you're using the same tree versus killing a tree every year. But the other item is I ended up doing like real life greenery instead of having more artificial stuff. So I have a mix now. And so I'm not feeling like I have to like put everything away. It 
it's like half the stuff I put away, half the stuff I reuse, which seems helpful yeah. too. We go back and forth. I had a real tree forever and then we did artificial. The artificial tree was breaking. We donated that or disposed of it or someone took it. And then now we're doing real tree again. I don't really know the environmental impact of real trees. Like, so you do have a farm that's growing trees, providing a business, providing employment, oxygen, right, for the earth. We get it. And then you can drop it off and then they chip it and use it as fertilizer or whatever. What do they chip it and use it as? Not fertilizer. You know? Yeah. A mulch. Mulch. Yeah. See? So I don't feel like that's too terrible, but research on that on my part. I think it depends. Yeah. So there are pluses and minuses to both, right? Because one of the things with artificial is it's like, it won't burn down your house. So there's, they've got that going for them. And you don't have to store anything. If you have rail, you don't have to store anything. But I think it's like just creating that decorating plan. Just like when we talked about, I know we talked about all the time because I loved our interview so much. Megan Sumrall. Yeah, I loved our interview with Megan Summerall so much. So many great tips. And one of those tips that Kelly and I took to heart was writing all of your time into your calendar and into your planner. So when we talk about creating a decorating plan, do you even have time? Like if you're saying, oh, we're going to go this weekend, we're going to go pick out a tree and you have a tournament that weekend and you have a guest coming into town and you're traveling, like when does that make sense for you? So really putting your decorating plan into your planner and calendar so you know what time you have and what's realistic and maybe you got to pull back this year like we talked about in Halloween and you only have a few decorations but that's what's realistic and that makes it less stressful yeah yeah very true I think that even thinking about the planning in terms of when you sit down with your family and I have that discussion about your values and like what you want to do for your bucket list also probably need to look at a calendar and see where you have time to squeeze all the activities in yeah. the weekends yeah. really go by fast around the holiday season. And also, you know what? It doesn't have to just be over the holidays, right? And things can extend well into January or even February. Like you don't have to focus so much on the holiday season. I think part of the holiday season is you tend to spend a lot of time with family and a lot of get togethers and trying to be mindful of those moments and being more grateful about them. And balancing that with trying to check boxes during the holiday season. Yeah, yeah. And I think we talk about a budget, we talk about purchasing, but I think what's always helpful is to create your gift idea list. And honestly, I think that's something that you can do year round. I've already purchased a few gifts throughout the year, which makes it easier. Next week, we're going to be giving you our gift guide which I'm super excited about. Yeah. So you don't even have to do this step, guys, because we've got you covered. But I think it's kind of, for me, it's not the obvious people like your children and partner. But for me, it's like teachers, neighbors, coaches, all of those little gifts for people. And those people are so appreciative. My kids are in the older two are in middle school and high school and kids don't do the gifts for the high school teachers. The middle school teachers as much. And so those are the people that always email me and are like, oh my goodness. My daughter was in cybersecurity and AP computer science. Do you think anybody gets a computer science teacher or something? No. And I do really simple things. I try to do a budget of $5 because I have three kids, like 15 teachers. 
And he was like, mm-hmm. the best cookie I've ever had. Thank you so much. Just like a little cookie just and a five dollar Starbucks something. gift card. Yeah, just to say I appreciate you. And so those are what I think takes the most creative juices for me is the all of those people on the peripheral, but on the peripheral of your life, but who make a huge impact on your children and family. Both of my kids are a little shy about giving those out to the teachers. They have more teachers at this school than they did the previous school, and they don't know them as well. So Wes gave out the gift cards to some people, and then increasingly I'm finding he's got a little supply of Starbucks gift cards that he has never given the gifts out to some of the teachers. So what would you what do you think about for teacher gifts? And I know we'll probably get into this with our gift guide, but emailing gifts versus physically giving them a gift, like sending them a note and an email and like something like that instead of having it be a physical thing. I get nervous with the teacher email if they check, but our teachers are really good. So I think that's totally fine. I feel like I might have done that before for a teacher. I think that's fine. Another thing, I don't know if you'd want to do that, but what I actually do is I actually drop them off at the front office. Ah, okay. Because Dominic doesn't care. But Dominic is the big man on campus over there and he loves everybody. And that I even get all the janitorial staff stuff because he's like best friends with all the janitorial staff. So and he doesn't care. Like he will go right up to them and give them a gift. And he likes to do that. And then for Gabby, she's 50-50. Like she'll do it. It's because sometimes it's like too heavy for Gio. And Giovanni goes to before care. And I just feel like that's a lot for him to be carrying. And so I clearly label it sometimes just drop it off okay. at the school. So if it's for idea. like Wes. I, I think it's really important to show appreciation for a lot of people during the holiday season. It's a part of yeah. being mindful too. And like you said, it doesn't have to take, it doesn't take a lot of money because it's about the thought and the gesture. So I like that, Jess. Yeah. Yeah. And the other thing too, if you are doing teacher gifts, some teachers leave school early. So if you wait till the last day before winter break, they might be gone. That's happened to me before. Yeah. Um, so to do it a little bit earlier for those gifts will be. But also to that same thing, because I feel like anything goes nowadays. If you don't get to it till after the holidays, happy new year. Have a great 2024. 100%. Um, yeah. Like you're not going to turn down. So I think kind of like anything goes nowadays on that too, which is good. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that brings us to really our final tip. Just heads up because I was totally screwed last year. If you do advent calendars, order advent calendars now. Yeah. So let's talk about that a little bit. I had a book club last night and some of the moms were like, oh, I got this because Sephora has the best sellers or Sephora has a nice advent calendar. We have our own opinions on advent calendars. Advent calendars have gotten really expensive. And for kids, I think the challenge is finding something that's not a bunch of crap that they get. I'm sorry. Some people are some of some people like when my kids were younger, they appreciated all the small trinkety things that you get in an advent calendar. As I've gotten older, they don't like that. But the milk chocolate advent calendar from CVS doesn't really cut it either. And so finding something for Dominic, finding something in between. I'll have to talk to Wes and see how he feels this year. Last year, I got Kinder has one. I got Beckett a popcorn advent calendar thing, Mm -hmm. which was really cute. And that worked out well. Finding something that is a consumable, I think, really resonates with my kids these days. So I have an idea for Wes and 
it's a little pricey and you're going to think I'm 100% insane. But when we say the squeaky wheel gets the grease, Dominic is not squeaky and he's very low maintenance. So he gets ignored a lot. And so for the past few Christmas, do a kinder advent calendar, which is like $5. And I have been looking and they do not have a baseball card advent calendar because if they did, Kelly, I would get it. And so what I did was... (laughs) Justin, my husband, collects baseball cards, and he sent me this box he wanted for Christmas. It's $39. It is a... Um, Bowman? It is the, the Tops Holiday Mega Box. Okay. Okay. It's 30... Oh, I'm wrong. It's $34.95. Okay. And it says that inside is 10 packs. So I bought two of those, and I've been looking up. You can get an over-the-door shoe organizer for $5 and then put with my Cricut. I'm insane. I haven't figured out how I'm going to do this. But the simplest way is an over-the-door shoe organizer is literally 24 slots. Oh, cool. And you can use your Cricut and label it. You could put something for each of the boys in there. You can make your own advent calendar, right? Like whatever Beckett's into, stick in there. And so I'm going to do a pack of baseball cards a day because I think that would be so exciting for him. And he's just one that's so low maintenance. And like for his birthday this weekend, he's asking for like baseball equipment, yeah. like oh, batting okay. gloves and an elbow guard. He's so simple. And so I feel like this is just something that would really be really exciting for him. So that's a $70 that I spent. And then for Giovanni, I got the adorable one adorables disney adorables oh yeah those are cute and a funko pop one because he's little and i don't care and gabby i saw which was a little pricey last year very inexpensive amazon one with jewelry every day and she still wears all oh, of that that's jewelry cute. that's really and she cute. really liked it okay so pura vita has one you don't know what pura vita is judging by the bracelets okay. that are basically all like our red bracelets you know what i'm talking oh, okay. about the bracelets okay. Now I have to show you Pura Vita bracelets. Everybody wears Pura Vita bracelets by you. Okay. That's neat. They, they all have charms on them. They yeah, have like anxiety cool. one. They have That's whatever. That's a really so neat they had for a girl. Yeah, they had an advent calendar or a or kid a who likes bracelets. Yes, the fair kids, enough. People like bracelets. Somebody bracelets. Who likes bracelets and, right. um, anybody who likes bracelets. But it was pricey, but I thought she's going to love that and wear it all the time. Like it's very usable, very wearable. That will be something that's not just crap. So did your yeah, but kids Geo's eight. pick and these, these or was there some Dominic collaboration? Dominic has no idea. Okay. No, I asked him what he wanted and like the X number of year in a row, he was like, I don't really want anything. Okay. And it's like Dominic does that. If they have a dress up day at school, he'll be like, I'm not going to dress up. And then he'll come back. You can tell he regrets it. It's like he'll say he doesn't want anything. And so he was, he said, I just want chocolate. And he said, well, if there's a baseball card one, I would have a baseball card one. Doesn't exist. There's one that somebody made. I think on Etsy and they put them in little envelopes. But anyway, I was like, I think this would be really exciting for him every day to open up baseball cards. And so I think that's cool. But I only have 20. It came with a couple extra packs. I might have to, you know, throw in something the days that they don't have. You know what I mean? He's excitable. Put some Mentos in there. Yeah. Yeah, Excited. Fill in the gaps. That's a great idea. And then the Pirabito one I saw and they said, I'm very susceptible to ads on Instagram, so AI is really cornering me. And it's the advent calendar box that sold out last year. And I was like, what? Why do you order this right now? It's sold out last year. Add to cart. Add to cart. I, so 
my advent calendar. So I don't want to spend that much on the kids. I don't think that they care that much. I did put some more thinking on to that. William Sonoma has some really great um, advent calendars that are all different budgets, but good quality stuff. Mm -hmm. And World Market obviously has some great ones too. So if you don't want to spend $50, which I do not want to spend that on my kids, yeah. I'm going to look for something a little more simple. My yeah, budget's look probably around 25 bucks per kid yeah, for but an advent calendar. If you calendar. get this door hanger. How much is a door hanger? Like $5. I don't know. And you hang it somewhere yeah. and number it with your cricket. You could put anything you wanted in there. No, I think that sounds Whatever really great. Into. I think that's a really you know great I mean? idea. And you can reuse that year over year. Yeah, year. exactly. And stick things in it. Yeah. I, I like that. And I actually have actually have a actual advent. So an advent, depending on what holiday you celebrate, it's just a countdown to the holidays, right? That's what an advent calendar is. You can make your own. I have a couple in the house that I just stick candy in, right? So I have a little village that I got 15 years ago. You could stick a little Hershey Kiss in it. Uh, I have another one, a big one that you can stick. I just stick candy in. My I kids still get very excited about a Rolo or a Hershey Kiss. And I bought the Voges chocolate advent calendar last year, yeah. which is like was that so good? $300 or something. I actually yeah. bought it. The last two years, I was spending more money than I should have. Um, and so I'm trying to simplify. But it was an investment because now I can get just the refills for like really? 100 bucks. Yeah, I kept the box and then you just get the refills. I can just get the refills. Do you have and to the have refills already it? Sold Do they out. track you? What? No, the but the refills already, already sold, out. sold out, but I'm on a wait list. So that's what this is why Advent Calendar is on our list this year because everything sold out last year. I wanted to get Justin that whiskey one, sold out. I wanted to get whatever one. You got to get them out. early. And yeah, so, that Pokemon. Remember the Poke? I ended up finding some on. There was a Pokemon one last year that both of the kids got that mm -hmm. sold out. I think the other part too is maybe even though I feel like it's you can spend a lot of Advent Calendars, maybe that's part of. Maybe you're not buying as many gifts for your kids and exactly. ex extending the holiday experience by having cool right. advent calendars so you can have a celebration yeah. every day. And one of the ones that I purchased the past few years is the New House one. New House is a Belgian yeah, chocolatier. Yeah, so good. And they have one for, it's about $8, but it's beautiful. It actually ends up being like a decoration. It's really beautiful. And even though I bought it for myself, my Moochie kids are like, What's today? Gio always wanted to be the one to tear it open and take a bite of it. Most of the time, he like wanted to throw up because he's he didn't like what it was. Only like smoke chocolate. But I, and this is where I'm going to get you. You're going to be a member of Costco before we. Know I am a today, member, but... Jess. Oh, you are. You are yeah. okay, Kelly. Kirkland chocolate going to be on our gift list. But oh, yeah, Kirkland chocolates are so good and very akin to Belgian chocolate. And one year, I just went really early and bought a ton. Of their, I don't know if it was ten or fourteen dollar boxes of chocolates. I, I bought like twenty eight boxes. I just filled my whole cart with them, and it was so wonderful because they're delicious to give to just everybody, right? Oh crap, the neighbor, oh the teacher, the piano teacher, the batting coach, whatever. And they're so good. And I was at Costco last week, and I bought a box of their. They have one box of Christmas chocolates out, whatever they don't call them, Christmas, whatever. Their box of chocolates out, and. That could be your advent calendar. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're just opening them and trying different chocolates. They're so good. Justin loves, how do you say it? John, John Duja? John Dua? You know, when you get a belt chocolate, any chocolate that's wrapped in that red wrapping. 
I don't know any of that stuff. I'm not a Belgian chocolate connoisseur. No. I'm out of the loop on. I like Belgian beers. It's John Duja. It is a homogenous blend of chocolate with 30% hazelnut paste. That's why he loves it because he's he's Austrian. Anyway, so I think these are a great way. Basically, what we're talking about is mindfulness, purposefulness, and intention when it comes to simplifying your holiday planning. Yeah. Anything else to add? So we'll be rounding out our holiday season episodes. We talked about we're going to do some simple holiday entertaining episode coming up in a couple of weeks, our gift guide. And then we also want to spend a lot of December really reflecting on our year and you know how 2023 went. And we have some really fun conversations coming up as we wrap up our 2023 calendar year. Yeah. And if you want any more information if you have questions about these tips never hesitate to dm us on instagram um, message us on facebook we're always available thanks for listening today don't forget to subscribe so you can hear our latest episodes as soon as they drop if you love today's episode please share with another mom and while you're there it would be great if you gave us a five-star rating and review we'd love to hear from you if you want to know more about kelly and i want to find more of our blogs, tips, tools, resources, check that out at chasingbrighter.com. And we interact with you on Instagram and Facebook at Chasing Brighter. Thanks. We'll be here next week.